my brain. Too much of love drives a man insane. You broke my will, but what a thrill. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I let you love what I thought it was funny. You came along and you fooled me, honey. I've changed my mind. This love is fine. Great balls of fire. Kisses, baby. Feels good. Hold me, baby. Well, I want to love you like I love a Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the St. Ambrose University Sports Radio Show. Schistel Speaks Sports here on KALA HD2. 106.1 FM. As always, I am your host, Ryan Schistel. Today is Thursday, November 16th, 2023, and it was a nice but cool day here on the campus of St. Ambrose University and in the general Quad Cities area. This whole week really feeling like how fall should. The different fighting bee sports have kept finding success as of late. And it has been awesome seeing some of this action live, calling some of this action live on KALA. And I'm very excited to talk about it because, you know, we've had some conference champions. We've had new sports broadcast on the air and a lot more to talk about. So with that, there is kind of a lot to talk about uh, between all these different sports, including playoff success. So let's jump right into it with some cross-country to start off. And also a little just announcement. If you hear any background noise, uh, it is extremely hot up here in KALA. So the AC unit in the studio is running. So for any background noise you may hear, just know that's what that is. So to start it out with some cross-country, for those who do not remember, the men's cross-country season came to a close at the CCAC Championships on the 4th of this month, where the B's men's team took 5th out of the 9 teams competing. The women's team is not done, however, as they will be competing in the NAIA National Finals tomorrow from Vancouver, Washington at 12.30. The cross-country nationals race will take place at the Fort Vancouver National Historical Championship course. Try saying that 5 times fast, because that is a mouthful. Once more, it is the Fort Vancouver National Historical Championship course. The Fighting Bees have made very good placements so far this year, finishing in the top five four times out of the six teams, or out of the six races they have raced in this season. So the Fighting Bees will be going up against some very strong competition, of course, and the national championships. So good luck to the women as they head out west. I think it'll be very fun to see where the bees place. You know, in the past couple of years, we've seen a lot of different sports head to the national championships for their own respective sports. And I would be remiss if I said it isn't a great opportunity for these teams to go to nationals. And we've seen individual performances end very well at nationals here at St. Ambrose. But team-wise, when we hit the national circuit, it has been somewhat of a rough patch from early exits so you know this isn't like a tournament this is just one big race so once again I am very excited to see where this woman's cross-country team places and again good luck to the woman as they get set to head out west I'm actually sure they've already headed out west but you never know maybe they left earlier today now the next sport I want to talk about is some SAU bowling and over the past weekend 
Both of the Fighting Bee bowling teams competed in the Leatherneck Classic hosted by Western Illinois University. However, it was not in Macomb, Illinois, but instead it was here in the Quad Cities. In, mo in men's bowling action, the Fighting Bees took fifth place out of the 44-team field that was in competition. As a team, the Fighting Bees totaled over 8,000 pins knocked down and secured the fifth place finish. Heading into the kind of the, the eight-team final tournament that normally happens at bowling uh, tournaments, the Bees upset the number four seed Calumet Crimson Wave in the first round and then lost to Wichita State. Yes, it is Division I Wichita State in the semifinals. So congrats to the Bees on a great finish. I mean, you know, fifth out of 44 teams is unbelievable, and it is very strong to see moving forward. Um, and this has been a men's bowling team that has been absolutely unbelievable all year. So really a fifth place finish in something like this does not shock me. But at the same time, it is awesome just to see, you know, who we're going up against and who we're beating. In women's bowling action, the team also obviously competed in the Leatherneck Classic, where they took eighth place out of the 34 teams in competition. As a group, the Bees reached a grand total of 7,217 pins, only 510 behind the champions in Mount Mercy. In the eight-team tournament, the Bees were the number eight seed and lost to Mount Mercy in the first round. The Bees ended up winning the first game in the best of three series, but lost the last two narrowly. And when I say narrow, I mean it was extremely narrow. For example, game three of the best of three ended with a score of 182 to 181 in favor of Mount Mercy. So really one pin separating these two teams and what would have been an unbelievable upset for the bees, but Mount Mercy does go on to win the Leatherneck Classic in women's bowling. Now both of the bowling teams will be heading to Fairview Heights, Illinois for the national match games this Saturday and Sunday. The start times for either day are currently TBA or to be announced. But good luck to the Fighting Bees as they cross the river and head into Illinois. Now, just a little bit more of a PSA. Uh, the National, uh, what's it called again? The National Match Games. That is not the National Championships or anything like that. Those wouldn't be until April. So this is just kind of the name of the bowling tournament. It's, at, it's the National Match Games. Again, that is this Saturday and Sunday, but the times are TBA from, Ver, from Fairview Heights, Illinois. Now it is women's volleyball, and during last week's episode, I announced that the Fighting Bees women's volleyball team beat the Trinity Christian Trolls in the CCAC semifinals and were going against the Judson Eagles for the championship. In the game between the number one seed Eagles and the number two seed Fighting Bees, it wasn't what the regular season champs probably expected to do. Let me preface this breakdown by saying that all four sets of the CCAC championship were extremely close. In set one, it was the Eagles who were victorious, winning by a score of 25 to 23. The Bees were level the Bees would level the game up in set two, however, winning by a score of 28 to 26. In the swing set, or set three, it was the Fighting Bees who came out ahead with a score of 25 to 22. 
So the Bees look to put away the number one seed Judson Eagles in set four, and that is exactly what they would do, winning by a score of 25-20. to 20. That was the widest margin of finale for any of the sets. With that, the Fighting Bees would take home the CCAC championship title, and it was really cool to see uh, because Judson had beaten the Fighting Bees in the regular season three sets to one from Elgin, and so it was one of those things where it was a complete reverse. I mean, also, I guess you could say that, you know, the Bees did play Judson two times in the regular season. The Bees won in five sets uh, in late October. But really, it's cool to see that, you know, okay, the Bees went to Judson early in the season and they lost three sets to one. And now they go to Judson again for the championship game and they win three sets to one. So congrats to the women's team on that. So with that win, the Fighting Bees women's volleyball team is heading to the national tournament, and they already have their seeding, which was announced earlier this week. The NAIA National Championship opening round will be a competition between your St. Ambrose Fighting Bees and the 16th-ranked College of St. Mary Flames. The Fighting Bees will be traveling to Omaha, Nebraska for round one, and the match will be played at 3 o'clock p.m. this Saturday. Good luck to the Fighting Bees, as this is, at least as far as I know, their second straight year of making it to the national tournament. Last year, they had to play the number two team in the nation, and they lost in the first round, so hopefully the Fighting Bees can stay alive a little bit longer than last year. Now the final sport I have to talk about in half number one of this week's episode is SIU Wrestling. So the wrestling team is starting to improve. As far as we are convinced and as far as we know, this is a two-game winning streak that the Bees come into this episode on with wins over William Penn, which was last night, but also a win over Graceland on Tuesday. On Tuesday against Graceland, it was Steele Diaz who got a win for the Bees, as well as, looks like it is Joshua Zeman who also got a win. Then, Jaden Torones got a win for the Fighting Bees, and Dylan Miners pinned his opponent in KJ Fry. Then, it was Jeremiah Morris in the 285 weight class over Sam Fleling, who got the win on decision. So there was an extra uh, wrestling match, and it really didn't get scored. Uh, you know, technically Graceland won on a fall, which is the same as kind of a pin, but because it was just an extra match, it really wasn't scored. But overall, the Fighting Bees win 18-17 to against Graceland. Then last night, for the first time in KALA history, the Fighting Bee wrestling team was broadcast on KALA. Uh, it was last night in Lee Loman Arena at 7 o'clock p.m. The Fighting Bees entered with a record of 1-4 on the year. William Penn entered with a record of 1-0. So let me grab my handy-dandy uh, scoring sheet that I had kind of written down, and we'll go through everything because it was a back-and-forth contest. In the 125-pound weight class, it was Steele Diaz for St. Ambrose as the senior picked up the win against Brendan Nance 
in that match, the score ended up being 12 to nothing. So the Fighting Bees got four points to go up four to nothing overall in the event. Then Lane Scorpil, who was ranked 21st in the nation for William Penn, beat Isaac Martinez for the Fighting Bees in the 133-pound weight class. So the Fighting Bees would still have a lead, but it was four to three. Giuseppe Guerrera, the freshman in the 141-pound weight class for St. Ambrose, ended up beating Hector Diaz by a score of 11-4, so the Bees would advance their lead to 8-3. Reese Finch and Riley Woods would both lose, though, for St. Ambrose in the 149 and 157 weight classes, so the, the statesman of William Penn would jump out to a 10-8 to eight, uh, advantage, and that's kind of where a short halftime was. It was like a 10-minute break. There were some fireworks at the end of the Riley Woods fight between the two fighters. Both teams kind of jumped up off the benches. No, no fighting or anything like that, but it looked like there was definitely some extracurriculars that were ready to ensue. In half number two, Diego Machado for St. Ambrose in the 165-pound weight class would lose. And just like that, the Statesman got out to a big 14-8 lead. However, that was until the 15th-ranked Jaden Tarones, the junior for St. Ambrose in the 174 weight class, pinned his opponent in Jesus Diaz Pavone. And the Bees would win six points, nodding things up at 14 apiece. Dylan Miners would then win his 184-pound standoff against Branson Bodorf to give the Bees a 17-14 advantage. Tyrese Johnson would follow that up in the 197-pound weight class with a win, pushing the Bees' overall lead out to 20-14. Then in the heavyweight 285-pound weight class, Jeremiah Morris would go up for the Bees and Isaac Boucher would go up Fort William Penn Boucher getting the better of Morris, 15-6. But it was not enough as the Fighting Bees get the win overall, 20-17. So the Bees move to 2-0 on the year. And let me just say, I was very nervous to call wrestling last night. I am not the biggest like wrestling fan. I do not know much knowledge on wrestling. But it was unbelievable. And the Bees win, it was energetic. And I hope to do it again one day soon. But for right now, that's all we have for the first half of this week's episode of Schistel Speak Sports. When I return after this station break, it's soccer, football, and basketball for the Fighting Bees. Don't touch that dial because this is the place to be on your Thursday evening. You're listening to Schistel Speak Sports on KALA HD2 106.1, your exclusive home for St. Ambrose Sports on the air. The 88.5 FM website keeps you up to date with everything KALA, including a complete program schedule for 88.5 and 106.1 FM. Visit KALAFM.org. That's KALAFM.org. If you're wondering how you can find KALA without a radio, listen up. We're on TuneIn.com. Go online anytime for streaming of both KALA HD1 and HD2. 
find out what song is airing on KALA now, or a song that recently aired. It's all at the KALA website. Find out the artist, song title, and album source. It's on the KALA website. Find out what's playing on 88.5 FM, 106.1 FM, and The Stinger now at KALAFM.org. That's KALAFM.org. When my family found out I was on drugs, they were devastated. It was killing them, you know, it was killing them. It tears your family up more than it does you. My dad was frantic, and he looked at me and he said, we're not going to gamble with your life. I wanted to have my family back, and that's when my mother found Narconon. If you or someone you love has a drug or alcohol problem, call Narconon today at 1-800-468-6933 or visit us at www.stopaddiction.com. Check out the new Mississippi Valley Blues Society website at mvbs.org. They have recovered and digitized tons of content from past blues fests, interviews and workshops, and introduced vault sessions, great acts from popular blues artists. Their new web store has all of the MVBS gear you could ever want plus exclusive signed posters from past blues fests with the new blues calendar mvbs.org has all of the latest on local blues happenings Davenport. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the studios of KALA HD2 106.1. This is the second half of the St. Ambrose University Sports Radio Show, Schistel Speaks Sports, and I'm your host, Ryan Schistel. It was cross-country, bowling, volleyball, and wrestling in the first half of tonight's episode. Now in the back half of the episode, it's soccer, football, and basketball. Let's jump right into it. The Fighting Bee women's soccer team, who already won the CCAC regular season title, put it all out on the line Friday as they took on the Olivet Nazarene Tigers in the conference championship game. Everything was a deadlock in this game, including the score. That is, until the 81st minute rolled around. In the 81st minute, St. Ambrose's Haley Wilson put a nice foot into the ball off of a redirection, netting the lone and winning goal for the Fighting Bees. With that, the Fighting Bees won the CCAC Tournament Championship game. This means that for the first time since joining the CCAC, the women's soccer team won the regular season and tournament titles in the conference. The Fighting Bee women's team sat down earlier this week in the rec center for the viewing party for the National Tournament Selection Show. And let me tell you folks, it is a tough one. The Fighting Bees will be traveling to Grand Rapids, Michigan this Saturday for the opening game of the NAIA National Tournament with kickoff set for noon. The Fighting Bees will be taking on number 9 Aquinas, Michigan, as these two teams met earlier in the year. Way back on September 2nd, the Aquinas Saints got the better of the Bees 4-1 in Grand Rapids, so the Fighting Bees are looking to inject some payback into the Saints' veins. Whichever teams win... Whichever team wins, pardon me, will head to Foley, Alabama for the rest of the national tournament. Good luck to the Fighting Bees and go kick some butt. 
Uh, it'd be awesome if, you know, this upcoming week wasn't Thanksgiving and we weren't on break because I would love to go to Grand Rapids and call the game with you guys. Uh, but, you know, Thanksgiving break rolls around. Got to go see family for the first time and really since summer break. Um, but good luck. I really want to be able to keep talking about this women's soccer team because they are so just energetic and electric that they are one of the most fun teams as of late that I can talk about. Also, the Fighting Bees are on a 12-game winning streak that dates back a while. It goes all the way back to the beginning of it at September 23rd against St. Xavier. The last time the Fighting Bees actually lost a game or even tied a game was a loss at Olivet Nazarene on September 19th. So we are almost coming up on two months since the Fighting Bees have lost a game. Carry that momentum with you, ladies, into the national tournament. The next sport up is St. Ambrose football, as this past weekend for the St. Ambrose football team was the 2023 season finale. The Fighting Bees went to Bourbonnais, Illinois, and took on the Olivet Nazarene Tigers. David Meyer traveled with the team on behalf of KALA and was on the call for that one. After Caden King scored on a 65-yard run on the first possession of the game for the Bees, the scoreboard went completely stagnant on the visitor side. The Fighting Bees ended up falling to the Tigers by a final score of 47-7. With that, the Tigers ended the regular season with a record of 6-4. The Fighting Bees finished the regular season with a record of 1-9 and, and a conference record of 1-4. and four. Not the best season the Bees have had as of late, but at the same time, the way I look at it, there's really only one way to go, and it is up in the rankings. Now, unless some plans have wildly changed and I haven't heard about it, the Fighting Bees are now leaving the MSFA and are heading to the Heart of America Conference beginning next year. The Heart of America has some very good teams in it, including Grandview, who is consistently a top 10 ranked team in the nation. So the Fighting Bees leaving a very hard conference, but joining what is arguably an even harder conference, maybe the hardest conference in the NAIA. So very interested to see how the Fighting Bees do in their first season in a new conference. Once again, that is only if plans did not change, and I am 99% certain that they did not, because if they had, I have a feeling I would have been somebody to hear about it early on, and unless I missed a very important email, I did not see anything. So with that, you know, to the St. Ambrose Fighting Bee football players, coaches, uh, scouts, anybody, KLA cannot wait for next season. We are very excited to see how we do to begin the year. Um, I believe that sometime in the summer, maybe late spring, is when we will see the 2024 schedule be released. And if it is in the spring and we are still in school, I will announce the schedule next semester. And now the final sport is basketball. As I discussed in last week's episode, the Fighting Bees had a bit of a break since their last game back on the 8th, and that is the Fighting Bee woman I am talking about. Now the Fighting Bees will be back in action Tuesday as they take on St. Francis of Illinois at home. Then on Wednesday, the Fighting Bees take on Olivet Nazarene as the Tigers will play host to the Bees in Bourbonnais, Illinois. 
Good luck to the women's team in both of those games. The men's basketball team has seen some action this last week, going 1-2. and two. On Saturday against Mount Mercy, the Bees got a road win by a score of 82-63. to 63. Five Bees reached double digits in this one, four of whom were starters. The top bee in this game was Ignacio Dacunda, who racked up 23 points, 8 rebounds, and 2 assists on the day. The Bees then had an exhibition match against Division I Western Illinois Sunday, where the Leathernecks won by a final score of 94-59. Finally, on Wednesday, the Bees lost to Missouri Baptist 84-55 in St. Louis. Ignacio DeCunda once again led scores for the Bees with 16 points and 7 rebounds. Now, I guess you could technically say the Bees went 1-1 on the week since the game against Western Illinois was just an exhibition and does not go towards the final record. But as far as I am concerned, uh, to me, even if it doesn't go on the record, a loss is a loss. And that is a game that, you know, let's be honest, a Division One team going up against an NAIA school, you expect Western Illinois to win that game. Um, but either way, I feel like that's a big learning curve for St. Ambrose, and it only betters them from here on out. The Fighting Bees now have two games this week. On Saturday, the Fighting Bees will take on Holy Cross at 2 o'clock p.m. This game is incredibly special and one of the most important, if not the most important games of the year. For those who do not know or may not remember, uh, St. Ambrose University basketball player Patrick Torrey tragically passed away last November. This weekend is the one-year anniversary since his passing. Uh, more specifically, Sunday is the one-year uh, mark since the passing. And so before the game, Father Ross Epping will give a pregame blessing towards the, Tor- towards the Tory family who will be in attendance. And then head coach Ray Shevlin will present the Tory family with Patrick's jersey, which will be framed. Uh, that jersey and frame will also have a blessing put on it by Father Ross. So, to the Tory family, uh, just uh, of course, I don't even think it needs to be said, but everybody here at St. Ambrose, from faculty and staff to students, even those who did not know Patrick, uh, we are all with you in missing and remembering Patrick every day. Um, you know, as somebody who broadcasted Patrick's games, I will say it kind of hit home hard. Because it's, A, nothing you ever want to hear about, but it's nothing that you would ever think would happen to you or somebody on a team that you know or a team that you cover, anything like that. So, you know, it it does hit home for myself. I know for David Meyer and for everybody on the men's basketball team. And once again, just everybody who makes up St. Ambrose University. So, to the Bees, like I said, I think this is the most important game and one of the most special games you guys will be playing this year. So go out, play for Patrick, play for Patrick's family, and just remember everything that is on the line for this game. On Wednesday, the Fighting Bees will take on St. Francis of Illinois once again at home. Uh, This men's basketball team has been playing exceptionally well. They have an overall record of 3-2 on the year. Nothing yet in the conference. Holy Cross is the first conference game of the year and one thing that I love to see with this three and two overall record is they are already on pace to be much better than last year last year they finished five and 20 overall so you know hey when 
three more games earlier on in this year, and you already surpassed last year's record. So once again, good luck to both of the basketball teams. It really is good luck to uh, any of the sports that I've talked about and sports that I haven't talked about that will be competing uh, in this upcoming week or two. So with that, that is going to do it for this week's episode of Schistel Speak Sports here on KALA HD2 106.1. As always, I'm your host, Ryan Schistel. Past episodes of this program can be found on KALA streaming sites such as Spotify. Just look up KALA FM. Once again, good luck to all of our Fighting Bee Sports and their upcoming events as we are hopeful that the Bees will be successful. Uh, as one may be able to assume, next week is Thanksgiving, and as I kind of talked about earlier, we are heading on Thanksgiving break. Uh, tomorrow is our last day of classes, so there will be no episode of Schistel Speak Sports this week, and the next episode of Schistel Speak Sports will air on November 30th, so two Thursdays from now. I will have all the action ready to be talked about in that episode. But once again, that's going to do it for me. I'm Ryan Schistel, and this has been Schistel Speak Sports on KALA HD2 106.1. As always, have a great rest of your Thursday evening slash night, and go bees.